If you love me, you will keep my commandments. These are hard world, words for our world to hear these days because love seems to be very often kind of whatever, whatever compels one. And very often what also compels one is focusing upon oneself. It's to be able to, to love should not have boundaries placed upon it, the world would tell us today. We should be able to love however we want to love and whoever we want to love and in whatever time and place and circumstance we might want to love. But our Lord tells us very clearly, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Love, then, is clearly not merely reducible to fervency in prayer. It's not as if we can go to the chapel and, and pray real, real hard and, and come to the church and, and worship, worship you know, with all of our heart and then live however we want for the rest of the week. As we were reminded regularly at the seminary, holiness is not what happens in the chapel. Holiness is what happens when you leave the chapel. It's what happens whenever you actually have to put the stuff into action that we've just heard and received by, by uh, closeness and proximity to the Lord, by hearing His Word, by receiving His grace in the sacraments. To be able to prove our love is to be able simply to keep the commandments. To say, I love you, mandates that we, at some point, show it, right? That's part of the gift of Mother's Day is if you continue to tell your mom, I love you, I love you, I love you, but you never stop by the house, you never call, you never show any kind of, any kind of affection for her, and you treat her rather coldly, you kind of have to wonder, do you really love her, right? What's really there? And so it's the fact of things that love demands of us external manifestations of these things. And especially when it comes to the Lord, for us to be able to love the Lord is to be able to do the things that He commands of us. I recall, partly on account of, of the Mother's Day, but on account of, of this, uh, this gospel passage, uh, a story that Father Mike Schmitz has told on, his, on one of his uh, video blogs. Uh, he's the, the popular author of the, the Bible in a Year and the Catechism in a Year podcasts. In one of his reflections, he was talking about this, how love demands that we, that we do the will of the other. He said there was one, one Mother's Day where he asked his mom, what would you like me to give to you for Mother's Day? And she said, well, I'd like you to do whatever it was. It was some chore around the house. And he said, yeah, I don't really want to do that. And so he, he said, instead, mom, I'm going to make a new trick on my bike just for you. And so he set up a ramp in the yard and he spent all day long working on this new bike trick so that at the end of the day, he could say, mom, come look, come look. And she walked out on the front, and he did his trick on, the, on his new, on the, on the bike ramp, and he said, I did that for you. And she said, thanks, Mike, and went back inside. Because the manifestation was, although his thought was he was doing it for his mom, really, he was doing it for himself. It was kind of a, a self-pleasing thing. It was something that, that he enjoyed because doing the dishes or taking out the garbage or cleaning the yard or whatever it was that his mom would have asked him, that was less enjoyable. But that was, in fact, what she had desired. And there's a temptation that all of us have to be able to, to say, I love the Lord, and because I love the Lord, I'm going to do these things. When, in fact, the Lord says, that's not what I asked you. He says, I asked for something different. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. 
And so it's this reality of, of keeping the commandments of the Lord, which again, in our world today, is not a popular view. Rules and restrictions are not positive things that we look upon these, these days so much, especially things in the church. The moral, the moral guidelines that Mother Church offers to us are often seen as things that, that prevent us from being free, that prevent us from being happy, that are merely just remnants of, of the things of old, the days of old, back in the, in, the, in the old, you know, the old dark ages, and the church just hasn't caught up with the times. And the church is just enforcing these things because she doesn't want us to enjoy ourselves in this world. It's supposed to be just the penance and the cross. And that's the fact, is that many in our world falsely portray the commandments of the Lord as things that are terribly restrictive to us, which shows merely that the person who has such an opinion has no idea about the rules of the church. They have no idea what the commandments of the Lord are, where they came from, and why they are given to us. The commandments of the Lord were given to us because our hearts were not properly loving others. The commandments were only given whenever things were not going well. This is the fact. We can look at it in the Old Testament in particular, how it begins, and they begin with ten rules, right? The ten commandments. God shows, God sees that things are not well in the human race, that we are warring against one another, that we're killing one another, we're worshiping false idols, that we're rejecting our parents, that we're, we're you know, offending our neighbors. We're doing all of these things, and so the Lord says, okay, we're going we're gonna to give you just ten rules, ten things, and these things will help you get by. These things will help orient your heart. If you don't do these things, it will be well. It will get better for you. And the human race sometimes followed it, but oftentimes not. Or anytime, as we all know, anytime there's a rule, you look, there's got to be a loophole around the rule, right? I mean, we just finished up tax season. Everybody's looking for some kind of loophole somewhere to be able to, to cheat the government a little bit extra. And it's the fact that the same thing happens with the things of God, is we look for a loophole. And so, and so the Lord says, okay, we'll give you another one. Don't do that either, right? And don't do that either. And don't do that either. And so Mother Church has, has built up over the years by, by the guidance of the good Lord, this list of rules, which is simply a manifestation of how disordered the human heart can be. It's simply because we desire all of these things which are contrary to our own good. We have an immense ability within our own heart to be able to continually choose something that is bad for us. Even if we know it's bad, we will still very often choose it. That's what St. Paul tells us. It's part of, our, part of our, our, wounded, our wounded humanity, is we do the things we don't want to do, and we don't do the things that we intend to do. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, as the Lord tells us. And so the commandments are not things that are meant to be restrictions upon us so that they would take away our joy, but they are things that are the guides for us to ensure that we actually find joy. Because the fact is, if we do not follow the commandments of the Lord, we will not fulfill the, the, the will of God, which is our own salvation, which is our happiness, which is our fulfillment in this earthly life. Because that's what God desires for us. And that's what His commandments seek to instill within us. Joy, happiness, peace, love. Who among us doesn't want those? And yet, we so often go about it the wrong way. 
And so it is for us to turn to the good Lord and to ask for his grace and to ask for his help. To help us by his strength, not by our own, to be able to follow his commandments. To be able to let the I love you that we happen in prayer, the I love you that happens whenever we receive Holy Communion, to be manifested also outside of the walls of the church. To be manifested in our homes, in our cars, out in the public arena, in whatever form we may find ourselves. It is there to be able to show the love of the Lord and to love our, love our neighbors. It is then that we're able to, to be able to, to truly love God because we've done the things that he has said are right for us. We will be able to experience the peace for which we are created. And so we offer this holy mass in gratitude for the many gifts bestowed upon us by the Lord, but especially strikingly so today, the gifts of his commandments. We pray that he would increase our love for them our love for him and to help us to keep them each day.